welcome to another week of the Dadly Podcast. Glad to have you guys back. This is Andrew. Wanted to say hello. My normal Dadly co-host is away this week, so there's no Jake, but I have a special guest with me today, so I wanted to introduce her to you. Hi, it's Alicia. I'm back. Yeah, Alicia's back again for another week. This week, we said we were tackling the discussion of surviving the winter with a baby. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. If you're looking forward to that, we'll have some tips and experiences from our own time dealing with that. This year has been the first year, obviously, and we learned a lot along the way, I think. We're definitely learning. We are coming to you, though, on location in somewhere not as cold as where we live. We are down in South Padre Island, Texas. Spring break. Woo woo. Woo. Yeah. So that's where we are. So we're recording on location and enjoying the warmth that we get to have down here. Before we get into that stuff, though, and talking about winter, I wanted to hear a little bit about your week, Alicia. We usually talk about the week that was, so why don't you fill me in? How was your week? I actually had a sort of difficult week this last week. It was a big week for us. Yes. Everly is well into teething. No teeth popping out yet. But she is drooly, chompy, cranky baby, mm-hmm. working on getting those teeth through. And that definitely graded on me a little bit. Yeah. Um, I shared in my last episode just a little bit about my postpartum anxiety. And yeah. it was flaring up this week. But Everly and I had a great travel day. We flew down to Texas alone together. And she did great. She really enjoyed the change of scenery. Mm -hmm. And she's also enjoying the change of scenery here in Texas. And so I think it is doing both of us good to get out of our little little house, out of the norm. And teething, teething and bored baby in the winter is would be hard for anyone so one of those things is hard enough yeah so it was a little difficult of a week but i think it's on the upswing yeah and i'm enjoying a little bit of a change how was your week well my week involved a lot of those very same things go figure yeah but i would say one of the challenges that i had was facing all of that and getting ready for this trip to come down here sometimes i think as parents maybe we And this is probably true, I guess if I talk to more parents, I might know. If this is your experience, you can share about it too. But there's this temptation to not even want to take on something like this because just the effort involved in getting it all coordinated is too much in itself. We don't really have a choice. Our job actually, you know, sort of requires it. And in some ways, it's a great blessing because we get to experience these things and Everly gets to travel and and experience these kinds of things in her young life that way and we didn't get we don't have the opportunity to just avoid it so anyway that was a challenging thing because she's going through all those personal development struggles and challenges and then we still have to pack and we still have to get our house figured out our garage flooded that sucked we had a lot of rain and frozen ground and the water had to go somewhere and it went into my garage which is not great luckily i had picked up a lot of stuff off the floor the day before because we needed to park the car in there so not a lot of damage but not great either so traveling with a baby is a big topic in and of itself that i really hope the dadly dads will cover in the near future oh we'll cover it yes i know that the 
family of Jake and Laura also has a trip coming up soon. So we'll let them do their adventure and they can take notes and report back as well. And Everly has flown twice now amongst other travels. So I feel like we have a lot to say in travel world. Another fun thing about this week, as we are recording, today is Everly's six-month birthday. Six months old today, a big milestone. And she also started dabbling in solid foods this week. Mm -hmm. Yes, so there is now some color to her food. I can't report on the back end Mm -hmm. how it's coming out, but... We'll know soon. Not much to report on the solid food eating, but I'm sure in the coming weeks we will have much more to say as she eats more and we observe more. Yes. So I think that was probably a good summary of how the week was going. I want to jump into the discussion on winter, surviving winter with a baby. Before we get too far into what to do and not to do, I think it's important to address our context in this. When we say winter, we mean cold. Sub-zero temperatures sometimes, lots of snow, very cold. That's what we're describing when we say surviving winter with a baby. I know that maybe people listening are in different environments where winter looks different. This is where we're coming from. Very, very cold temperatures. If you live somewhere other than the Midwest, you probably think of Wisconsin as cold. I learned recently that our county has most of the coldest temperatures on record for the entire state Mm. in a majority of the years since they started recording those statistics. So we are the cold of the cold. Yes, exactly. So that's where we're coming from. I don't know... I think we'll just kind of hit on the things that we experienced over this time and some of the do's and don'ts as we go. I'll share a few first and then I'll let Alicia take it from there. So I think one of the main issues that I learned in dealing with a baby in the winter and surviving was needing to know about what to dress her in to go day to day. If you had the grandmas on to share their thoughts about how we did in this, they might say we didn't put enough clothes on her. I don't know, because it seemed like every time we went to the car, it was like, are you going to wrap her up? Mm-hmm. So anyway, we were learning that as we went. We used a lot of blankets because they're something we could take off before we put her in the car seat. Because I think the car seat challenge itself is probably one of the hardest parts of surviving winter with a baby because you can't have them in all of that padded clothing or it will compromise the safety of the car seat. And so that was one of the big challenges was figuring out how to clothe her properly. We usually went with like base layer, over layer. And then from there, we didn't have like a big jacket system because again, we would have to take it off when we put her in the the car seat. And so we went with like blankets and then sometimes wrapped her in our jacket to get to the car, turning the car on beforehand to warm it up, those kinds of things. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but the rule for dressing babies, for all you dads out there, is you're supposed to dress your babies in whatever you're comfortable in, plus one layer. Okay, so do that, remembering the rules of the car seat, too. Yes. So you have to, like, undress them, too, if you're going to, however you want to do that. So that was a big part of it. The other side of it for me was the house itself. We have an older house, not well insulated because of its age, 
And so there's this draftiness, there's a constant coolness to the house. With a baby in the winter, that meant the temperature of the house was turned up. That meant the price for energy cost more. So beware of that to prepare for babies in the winter. I would say also, because the temperature was higher, we didn't want the temperature higher, but we knew that her room and her self needed that. So we actually blocked the vent in our room to kind of minimize the amount of heat coming in there because we are, we're both on the second story of our house. So there's natural heat rising to the rooms. So that helps. And we just basically let all of the heat on that floor go into her room and the bathroom and didn't have much coming into our room at all. And we use blankets and we're comfortable that way. So we were able to keep her room the temperature that it needed to be with the draft and losing heat that way, but also keeping our room cooler. We also have a fan in our room, which helped too. So those are kind of the big things for me. The other thing I'd say along that lines too is we've been having her sleep in the Magic Merlin sleep suit, which if you see it, it's like a marshmallow suit. It's kind of what I think of when I think of like a baby in some sort of winter gear. It's like just puffy. So she loves sleeping in it. It kept her warm, insulated, and it helps her actually sleep on top of it. So that was a great add for winter. That's the big things I thought of. I'll pass it over to Alicia. She can share some more. When I think about surviving the winter with the baby, I think less about the literal survival of the cold. And I think more about my sanity surviving the winter. I stay home with Everly primarily during the week while Andrew is at work. Mm -hmm. And like I said, she's teething. She's bored. I'm bored. There's only so many things we can do in the house. And so my biggest tips, I think, for surviving the winter with a baby, number one, be get out of the house as much as you can even if it's just to go to another house. Mm, Travel to another house. I'm really thankful. I have a few other mom friends in my area who are home during the day as well. And if I can work it out that we can have a play date at one of their houses, it's nice for me. I get to have some adult conversation. Everly gets to look around at a new ceiling and new walls and just a new environment. (laughs) She's not that hard to entertain, but even... Someone her age gets bored, I think, looking at the same things day after day. I get bored looking at those same things. And the whole world is new to her. So if she's getting bored, we got to really change it up. Mm -hmm. So go to another house, Mm -hmm. even if that's the only way you can get out of the house. Go walk around a store. Everly loves walking around Walmart. Um, We got a Sam's Club membership, and she was having a heyday walking around Sam's Club looking at everything just chatting up a storm. You went to the mall, right? Yeah, we went to the mall one day. That was great. I actually got to have get some walking in, a little bit of exercise. And no one bats an eye if you walk laps around the mall. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to push the stroller. You have a little bit more room. It's heated. It's heated. <laughs> yep. yep. You have everything you need. There's food there. There's stores there. Coffee, whatever. You can spend a whole... I suppose you could meet other moms there even. You could meet other moms there. Mm. I have a friend who has a co- two girls a little bit older than Everly. And she's also struggling with this as well. And also struggling with the lack of free indoor play spaces. And the mall tends to be a great place. At least in the Midwest, there's a lot of 
a lot of them have indoor soft play that's free. And so we have a standing plan to go to the mall together. So as the mall economically is dying, it's retaining its value in this section of society, huh? Yeah. Any (laughs) mall managers or whatever the role is listening, have a good indoor play place and you might just save some of your business. So that is one tip. The other thing, if you can walk outside with your baby, even for a short time, I highly recommend it. We've had a lot of days where it's literally too cold to take Everly outside for more than even three to five minutes. Yeah, three to five minutes and you're getting frostbite. So going from the house to the car, the car to the store is the most we could manage. But we have had a few days recently where it got to 30 degrees. And 30 degrees is warm enough that you can bundle the baby up. Her little rosy cheeks can be exposed for up to like 20, 30 minutes without any risk. And so we were able to get out and take a walk. I had her in a wrap so she was close to me and had my body heat as well and that was really refreshing to get some fresh Mm -hmm. air and Mm -hmm. I'm sure she appreciates it as well she was born in September it's been cold for the majority of her life and she needs some fresh air as well (laughs) yeah the other day the Christmas tree came down at the at our house and that freaked her out a little because she's so used to it growing up her most of her aware life there was a tree so (laughs) that's just random side note Yep. So those are my biggest tips for surviving, especially if you're a stay-at-home parent, Mm -hmm. to survive the winter, to get out of the house, even if it's to another place indoors, to get outside if you possibly can. And my last tip is if you have an opportunity to take a trip somewhere warmer, I highly recommend it. We have been privileged enough to take Everly on two trips so far this winter. We went to visit my dad in Arizona in December which was beautiful and was so wonderful to get out of the cold and have Everly outside in the sun and in the fresh air. We went to the zoo. We went to the zoo. We went in the pool. We went to many parks. It was so great. Really was refreshing for our whole family and for her as well. I know she enjoyed it. I think she came back and things were new again to her. And so just recycling having those breaks to recycle things through again was awesome for her development and i think made her feel happier because she was able to do that versus the same old same old for sure and now we have the opportunity to be in texas like andrew Mm -hmm. shared and it's a little bit cooler here than it was in arizona but we are hopeful that the temperatures will climb as we uh, live out the rest of the week and either way, it is still much warmer than what we were experiencing up north. And mm-hmm. it's nice to have a little fresh air. We went for a long walk on the beach today, breathed in that sea air. And yep. she was looking around at everything and really enjoying it. I would throw this in too on the things that Alicia was sharing. If you can even get outside in the winter yourself... I would recommend that just for your own sanity as a parent with a child. We had Grandma Kathy here at our house, and we went skiing, and she watched the baby at the chalet, which was wonderful. Thank you, Grandma Kathy, for that. But it just gave us a chance to enjoy, because there's lots of things to enjoy in the winter, and winter is pretty brutal if you can't embrace some of those things just to give you some reason to get, okay, this is why winter's here. 
So just being able to embrace those things, even though Everly wasn't involved in them, I think it helped the family. So I would say that too. Get out and, and enjoy the winter the way you would normally with finding a babysitter or something like that to take that time. And now that we're hopefully out of the five-minute frostbite yes, stage please, of winter, so. we do have plans as well to, we'd like to take Everly snowshoeing with us or cross-country skiing. Downhill skiing you can't nah. do with a baby strapped <laughs> to you. But there are some outdoor adventure type activities that you can safely do with a baby. And why wouldn't you take your I baby I thought with for you? sure we were going to go ice fishing together this year, but maybe next year. There's still a little time. We'll I have a shanty and a heater, so it would be totally safe, but maybe another time. Yes. Well, I am excited. I asked Andrew if I could do the dadly dad joke for the week. Which seems funny, but we'll allow it because I suck. Yeah. Your <laughs> first joke was pretty bad. I'm never going to get another try. No. Here I am to do the dadly dad joke, so... I have one that is in the vein of winter dad jokes. So are you ready for this joke about winter? Yes. Bring the joke. Spring is coming. <laughs> what? It's not true. That's why it's a joke. Oh, I get it. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a dad joke, right? It is a dad it joke. It is a dad joke. Guys, want to hear a joke? Spring is coming. Uh, I could pull that one off, I think. I think you could. It's not too complex. Now that I've given it to you, you, you are welcome to steal that. Maybe it'll get your dad joke props up a little higher. Yes, dads out there, you need to have a wife who lobs you some free dad jokes. So yeah. if you don't have one, I'm sorry. Maybe she's listening. If you are, hook your dads up with jokes. They need help sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not all of us are like Jake. If you're struggling with some dad jokes, I highly recommend asking your own dads or even your oh, grandpas. Brilliant. Andrew's dad and grandpa have some of the best, worst jokes that I've ever heard in my life. It's incredible. It really is. Maybe that's my problem. I feel like I can't measure up. Do you want to redeem yourself by telling one of your grandpa's favorite Sven and Oli jokes? No. No? I would butcher it unless I'm prepared. Oh, okay. So maybe someday I will. Okay but not today. I've got one, but I'll lob it to you off mic so awesome. that you can use it next time. Okay, great. I'm too nervous. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Well, that is the joke for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. Now we're going to talk about what we are liking, our favorite items for the week. My favorite item is this little rubber spoon-like thing that we got from Ian, I believe. Uncle Ian bought this for Everly. And it's a spoon, but it doesn't have a middle part. So it's like the spoon without the spoon. It's just like a circle with a hole in the middle, almost reminiscent of some sort of like, like, a, like a needle has a hole where you put the string through. Anyway, so it's got these little kind of sticky out teeth in there that the food kind of just gets stuck in. So she doesn't really suck it off of the spoon. It's sort of like you just stick it in her mouth and she can suck it either down out of it or normally, like you would a normal spoon, 
but either way, she's getting the food way easier. Plus she loves chewing on it because it's like a rubber spoon deal. So it's called the Chewme, C-H-O-O-M-E? E. E. M-E-E. C-H-O-O-M-E-E. We'll throw this on the Amazon list, which I don't know if it's on the Facebook page or not. We'll make sure to post it. Yes, we'll make sure to post that on there. Check it out. It's cool. It's a good idea. Uncle Ian, you're the bomb. It helps babies be able to self-feed because, believe it or not, you can be extremely independent at six months old. And already she wants to stick her own spoon in her own mouth. And the nice thing is that she can't turn it upside down. There's oh, no, yeah. There's no right side up or upside down. So no matter which way she shoves it in her mouth, she can get the food out. Perfect. Yeah. What about you, Alicia? My favorite item that I have been loving this week is something that I actually borrowed from a friend of mine. When you have an item that's borrowed, that makes it even a bonus, I think. Yeah. So in preparation for our trip, I was thinking about how I was going to carry Everly around on the beach. And we have this awesome baby carrier. I think Andrew, yeah, the Ergo. Andrew mentioned it yep. in the past episode. It's really nice, but it also has a lot of mesh and mm-hmm. padding. For ventilation and all that. And I was just envisioning sand getting in it and being stuck in it forever. <laughs> that would happen. And I don't want that. <laughs> I don't like sand stuck in my things. And so... I asked a friend if she had a cloth wrap that I could borrow, Mm -hmm. and she so kindly agreed to lend me her Moby wrap. Uh So this is one of those mom baby carrying wraps that is just literally one really long piece of strong fabric. And you have to be kind of like origami Houdini mom and wrap it around you in a proper way. Mm -hmm. But when you do it right, it's cool. It holds the baby really well. Everly feels very secure. She feels very cuddled. I used it um, traveling Mm -hmm. through the airport so that I could put our bags on the stroller and push them around. The strollers for pushing luggage, not for babies. Yes. And I also felt better having her close to me rather than in a stroller. Yes. There was no way that I was going to walk away from her for even a second that way. Mm -hmm. And you just don't want to be too careful, especially when you're traveling alone without a partner. I mean, especially after that article recently where the mom forgot her baby. Yes. That was exaggerated. I okay. did read what actually happened. We'll talk about that another time. Okay. But yes, you don't want to forget your baby, so why not just tape them right to you with a Moby? Yeah. So I have been enjoying that. I'm so thankful for the friend who lent it to me. And Is there videos online that teach you how to do it if you need Yes. I watched some YouTube videos yeah, to that's figure what I out thought. how to do it. That's our favorite items for the week. I hope they're cool ones that you guys enjoy. Like we say every week, I want to encourage you to follow along with the podcast by subscribing to it and sharing it with others so that they can be subscribing as well and hearing what's going on with the Dadly Podcast and learning a little along the way. Also, we appreciate those who are liking the Facebook page and getting information and following along through that. Specifically, I wanted to say thanks to Sharice, who recently made a comment about how her husband, Max, missed out on a couple opportunities with their little baby when he was flipping over back and forth sorry max that's a bummer the guys at the dadly podcast are wishing you all the best in not missing any more memories 
And I know that along the way, there's probably all sorts of other dads and moms out there who had silly stories of missing things like that as well. So thanks, Sharice, for writing in and sharing that little bit with everybody on the page. If you have things to share on this podcast or other ones, we would love your interaction on there because it's cool to hear and see that other people are thinking about these things and enjoying them as well. And you probably have a lot to share that I don't know and that Jake doesn't know and Alicia and Laura. And so it's great to hear from other people that way so that we know we're not alone and we're all learning together. So thank you. And everybody keep on following and liking and all that stuff. I think that's it though for the Dadly Podcast this week. Want to thank you for listening in. It was a little bit shorter, but it was fun and informational. Thank you, Alicia, for being my guest. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I'm always happy to support the Dadly Dads. Maybe we can just be honest and say the real reason this is shorter is because I want to go jump in the pool. Sorry to all of our friends back in the cold weather with the frozen water that you guys have, but we're going to go jump in the pool and enjoy our time here in Texas. But want to say thank you again for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe and uh, follow along with everything that's going on with the podcast. And we will talk to you again next week. See ya.